welcome and thank you for listening to episode 19, part 2, of the greatest video game tapes with me, Savion, and me, Chris. Now, I know you've been waiting for this final episode for a long time. Well, that's because people of Video Game Land have been making a new building for us. That's right. They, they have done it for months now. Usually it takes a few years to get to this, but now we are here again. Although I'm 11, and uh... And I'm a little older than 11, but that's okay. <laughs> you know, we left off in 1989. Yeah. So, what do we have to... The Game Boy! <laughs> Alright, let's start. Part two. Uh, we already started part two. Yes. A minute ago. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's true. Okay. Released in 1989, like all the other consoles we've been talking about, the Game Boy was the first portable console from Nintendo, created around strict requirements for cost and power consumption. The Game Boy was a marvel of modern, modest engineering. Not the marvel you see, like Avengers and stuff. Let's just move on. Its older processor and all of color monochrome scene screen paled in comparison to the high-end full-color handholds from Sega and Atari, but the Game Boy cost much less and had four times the battery life. It cost $89, in fact. Backed by hit Nintendo games and a large library of third-party titles, the Game Boy came to dominate the handheld market for over a decade. With more than a whopping 115 Mil. million Game Boys sold, it remains one of the best-selling systems ever released. And a fun fact is that a Game Boy could run for about 15 to 20 hours on just four AA batteries. Yeah, and we used up all 20 of those hours every single time we played it. I remember the Game Boy. Uh, I remember when it came out. We played it a lot. Don't you see? It's right in front of us! Uh, well, yeah, I mean, I see the picture in the book, but our listeners don't see the picture of the book. Okay? So I'm describing it. Okay, so the Game Boy, in case you have never seen it before, dear listener, uh, is gray. It is... Mm, like a brick! Yeah, kind of like a brick. About the size of a small brick. Um, except it's really light. Not like a brick. Um, it's got a D-pad. How heavy is a brick? Uh, heavier than a Game Boy. <laughs> it has, okay, okay. It has a D-pad with a little LCD screen built in. And it has an A button and a B button. And a start button and a select button. Those are the only buttons on the front. It also has a power switch on the top. And a volume control on the side. And a headphone jack. This is what it looks like inside. You can't, you can't see this, listeners, but this is a motherboard I'm talking about Correct. with speakers. Correct. Motherboard and the one small speaker built in. So it does not have uh, control pads that you plug up to it because it's not a console. It's a handheld game system, which, yeah. So, portable console as... Savion said in the front. Hey Nintendo! 
I got the game and watch was your first console as a handheld. The first portable console was the Game and Watch, 1980. Not the Game Boy, 89. Either way, the Game Boy had over a thousand games released for it. That's a lot of games. And the Game and Watch? I think like three, four, maybe six. They had way more than six. Oh, they did? Oh, okay. I don't know how many. I I may be 11, but I don't know much, okay? Okay. Moving on. All right, Game Boy Pocket. Let's just say it was a smaller Game Boy that you could fit in your pocket. Yeah, that's uh, exactly right. It was just a smaller Game Boy. It also came in multiple colors, and um, yeah, it was pretty cool. It was uh, released in 1995. 95. Yeah. So. Two more fun facts. In 1995, Nintendo also released five new Game Boy case colors. Black, red, shown here. Yellow, green, shown on the other side of the screen, and clear. Mm. Oh, I see it here. The Game Boy Pocket actually was released in 1996. And the Game Boy Camera... The cartridge that could let you take photos and printer, which allowed you to print your photos from the camera so that you could display them on your walls or dartboard, was released in 1998. And a second fun fact the Game Boy camera, was built in software, had mini games and photo editing capabilities. In fact, it worked so well, it could even create short animated movies. Wow. Pretty cool. Game Boy could do a lot. So what do we have up next? Uh, the last console we're going to do for season one is... Actually, how about I tell you mm, some facts about it? And then you'll guess what it is at the end. Okay. All right, now. <clears throat> Released in 1989, this console, which must remain a secret until the end, was a powerful handheld that console that featured a full-color backlit screen. Compared to the Nintendo's simple monochrome Game Boy, this console was an upscale portable that offered a console-like experience on the go. Hmm. However, this console's backlit screen rapidly consumed batteries and other post-crash leap systems. <laughs> this console suffered from poor advertising, limited resale presence, little third-party support, and game drafts. This console quickly fell behind the Game Boy in sales and was later released by the Sega Game Gear. 1990. 1991 in America. As the preferred color handheld console, shunting this system to a distant third place. Mm. And a fun fact is, this console that shall remain a secret should could run about 
three to five hours of, of six AA batteries. Another one is that in 1991, they released an updated version of the system with a smaller body and other minor improvements. Interesting. Hmm. We left us a lot of clues to try and figure this one out. So, what do you guys think? Which handheld console is he talking about? Did you guess the Atari Lynx? Because if you did... That is correct! Great job, listeners. Do you have any other fun facts about the Atari Lynx? Well, I do. Here's a fun fact. It is rectangular shaped, um, but not the same type of rectangle as the Game Boy. The Game Boy was a vertical rectangle. That was brick! And the Atari Lynx is a horizontal rectangle. Like a lot of handheld systems that you've seen today. Like maybe a Nintendo Switch. We'll get to that when we get to it in Season 2. Or Season 3 or... Season 4 or... Season 4 or 5. I don't know. We'll see. One day. Long ago. Long in the future. Uh... So, yeah, the Lynx is a handheld. It's all black. Has a tiny little... LCD screen. Mm Mm-hmm. Right in the middle there. And it actually has, um... A D-pad on the left side. Like all... Like all of these systems have. Mm-hmm. Ta-da! 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 Okay. And uh, on the right side, instead of two buttons, like the uh, Game Boy had, the uh, Lynx actually has four buttons. It has an A and a B button, and another A and B button. Hmm. Yeah, yeah. Two top A, B buttons and two bottom A, B buttons. It always had eight buttons. I say eight because the D-pad has four buttons. Mm -hmm. And also has on button and an off button. And an option button and a pause button and an other option button. What's that supposed to mean? And it looks like if you press two of those buttons together. You either get a restart or a flip. So maybe you can flip the whole thing over. Well, that's something. Mm. Yeah. Cool. Uh, there's one more console that I wanted to talk about. Ooh, a bonus console. What do you got? It's from Viewmaster. And, and it's called the Interactive Vision. <laughs> what? Are you giggling because the Interactive Vision sounds so cool? No, <laughs> definitely not. <laughs> but it is a thing that exists. So you can go ahead and tell us about it. <laughs> okay, the last console that we're talking about that was released in 1989, this Viewmaster Interactive Vision was a VHS based in e- edutainment. edutainment console designed for young children. What does edutainment even mean? Educational entertainment. Oh, for young children. And it was made by Viewmaster. What enough about that? The interactive vision worked in conjunction with a VCR and 
authored limited interactivity with a small library of VHS games. This system overlaid simple graphics over a VHS tape as it played, offering either story choices or brief action games, and the illusion of different outcomes by switching between one of the two audio tracks encoded on the tape. Ultimately, the Interactive Vision's high price is $120. That was a high price! Relative to consoles like the NES, and yes, Nintendo Entertainment System, 1985. And its limited replayability led to the system being discontinued within a year. Wow, man. And the fun fact is, the Interactive Vision came packaged with either Let's Learn to Play Together or Disney's Cartoon Arcade. Uh Uh-uh. Wow. I don't want to learn that. I don't want to learn no more. No, I wouldn't want to either with this thing. Um, That's because you're like 37. Okay. Uh, Thanks for calling me out, bro. Uh, (laughs) So this console I've never heard of before. It was released in 1989. You heard of the Genesis. You heard of the Day Boy. Yes. Those were called popular game systems. <laughs> the Viewmaster <laughs> Interactive Vision was the opposite of a popular game system. Which is why I've never heard of it. Um, but uh, <laughs> I'll say this. It's a very interesting looking game system. This is definitely the most interesting looking game system that we've come across. Uh, listeners, I would definitely uh, tell you to Google Viewmaster Interactive Vision just so you can take a look at it because it's really hard to describe. It basically looks like someone took a flat Lego uh, board and then they put like three other Legos together and then snapped them on top of the Lego board. And then they said, let's plug a controller into the front of it. And someone said, controller, I've got a better idea. Let's get a stick and let's just plug this stick into the front of the system. That way we can use the stick as a controller. What a great idea. (laughs) And so someone stuck a stick (laughs) into this thing and plugged a cord into it and plugged it in the front of this Lego board. Decided that was a console. Uh, I'm not sure who thought this was a good idea, but well, somebody at Viewmaster, I guess, thought that people would be willing to pay $120 on it so that their little three year olds could play. How many games were released on this system? 15, 30, 45? No, 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 way less than that. Like, like 20. No, I mean, I mean, it only released less than seven games on it. Seven games? Seven. $120 for two Lego boards and a stick. (laughs) And seven games. (laughs) And they wondered why it didn't work. Then where did the VHS tapes go? Um, into your VCR. 
Uh, yeah, that's how that worked. All right, well, we've come to the end of our journey here on the Greatest Video Game Tapes Season you have, 1. You haven't told me what a VCR is yet. I haven't told you what a VCR is yet. It's not a video game console. <laughs> so what does that have to do with the Greatest <laughs> Video Game Tapes? Uh, okay, then. Well, thanks for joining us. Uh, for the greatest video game tapes season one and uh i guess you better get yourselves ready to strap yourselves in for season two season two coming soon yeah that's right what do you say savion i say that we should all be strong for season two but some of us willing for the greatest video game tapes to stay and now that i'm 11 i i am not scared that a, the greatest video game tapes will go they will not go they will stay here with us so for those listeners who are frightened be patient there is still another season to come that's right still another season to come so with that we do say goodbye to you until then all right you can get in touch with us on Instagram at Video Game Land. Tweet us at Video Game Land. And uh, once again, we've changed our Facebook page. This time, it isn't VGU 2021, it's VGU 2022. Because Christmas is coming, and after that, New Year's. Mm-hmm. So, uh, you better strap yourselves for New Year's as well. Because it's coming in season two of the greatest video game tapes. Thanks for listening. Until next time. See ya. <laughs> Just kidding. We, you, I'd like to thank Acre for letting us record off the app. And I like to thank all the people who work with us. All those great people. Yes. There are no people to thank because no one works with us. That's correct. So, uh, and we'd like to thank you guys for listening all the way through all 20 episodes. Yes. Thanks for listening, guys. Until next time on the greatest video video game game tapes. tapes. Season 2.